You're listening to the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast, episode number three. Welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. Brought to you by We Promote Property, the real estate agent's marketing assistant. Now here's your host, James Mackay. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me for the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast brought to you by We Promote Property. I'm your host, James Mackay, and this is the podcast for real estate agents who want to know all the new trends and tips for real estate marketing. I'm very excited about today's show. I'm going to be joined by Kate Wilson, and we're going to explore how to build an audience on Twitter and how to make it work for you. Twitter has the potential to expand your reach. This is going to be part inspirational and part tactical, and I think you're really, really going to love this show, so stick around. I also want to remind you that you can always contact me by directly emailing me, james at wepromote.com.au. If you have any questions or suggestions or you want to get in touch with any of our guests, go ahead and drop me a line. So with that, let's move on to today's awesome book of the week. This week, I want to tell you about a book called The Demographic Cliff by Harry S. Dent Jr. Harry is the author of New York Times bestseller, The Great Depression Ahead in 2008, in which he correctly and remarkably predicted the last global recession, i.e. the GFC. So what Harry does in this book is goes through and uses the old demographics to tell you all about how people spend their money and when they spend their money in economic cycles. Now, this is a very interesting book because what it does is actually predicts that we're going to uh, fall into a great deflationary period between 2014 and 2019. So... Why is it relevant for real estate agents? Well, real estate agents sell to people and are very dependent on economic cycles. So it's very interesting reading for real estate agents to try and understand consumer life cycles, demographic opportunities, and all of that sort of stuff. So once again, it's called The Demographic Cliff by Harry S. Dent Jr. Okay, let's transition over to that awesome interview with Kate Wilson. I'm very excited to be joined by uh, with by Kate today. If you don't know who Kate is, she's the founder of Sync Social. Now, Sync is C-I-N-C, so Sync Social. And that is a company that does nothing but help people and companies develop social media strategies to grow brands. Sync helps people start off with the basics or develops a complete plan to get social media working for a business. 
Of course, one of the critical social media platforms is Twitter. Wait! Don't throw up your hands in despair. Don't groan and don't leave the podcast. Kate is going to show you what it's all about and how Twitter can be effective for real estate agents. There's no use pretending social media doesn't exist anymore. People spend more time on their mobile devices using social media than for anything else. Potential buyers will probably check out properties, agents, and agencies online before making that first call. It's critical to get the first impression right. And you can actually use the tweeting machine to make money. Kate Wilson should know. Kate was the Senior Digital Communications and Social Media Advisor for the Queensland Government under former Premier Campbell Newman. She was his right hand when it came to social media. Kate built Premier Newman's following into many thousands of followers. She also worked on the G20 Cultural Program and has extensive experience managing social media communities. Kate does not have a real estate background, but this podcast is all about making marketing and strategies available for real estate agents. It's real estate marketing made easy. And that's why we invited her on the show today, because social media can work across different industries. So the lessons Kate will teach will carry across to real estate agents. Kate is available on Twitter at Sync Social, C-I-N-C S-O-C-I-A-L. Kate, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. Before we go any further, I want to let you know that a lot of real estate agents I speak to tell me they're not that interested in Twitter and that it's a waste of time. There's a lot of pessimistic people out there. So, uh, go ahead. So, I was going to say it's not just real estate agents, but hopefully I can talk a few people around to see All the right. opportunities well, on Twitter. Well, you say you can talk people around. Let's pretend you're in a, in a lift. By the time it gets to the top floor, you need to convince an agent to get on Twitter and to use it effectively. Elevator pitch, go. Now, the thing about Twitter is it is awesome for news and updates. So, if you're using it properly, it can be a really good platform to uh, get out constant updates. So, I can see that being a really good fit for um, real estate agents. However, there are some challenges with it, I will be honest, but Twitter has moved a long way from just being, you know, 140 characters of text. All right. Well, we just hit the top floor. And I'm prepared to give you a shot. My pessimism has been put to the side and I'm prepared to give it a go. But before we move on too far into the uh, Twitterverse, what are, is that what they call it? The Twitter, yeah, Twitterverse? Yeah, it's the Twitterverse, the Tweeterverse, or definitely <laughs> not the Twitter, but plenty of people call it that. The, the Twitter. But before, the tweeter. We, before we get into the tweeting, uh, I want to know, I want you to share a little bit about your background and how exciting your journey has been up to this point because you have done some pretty cool stuff with, you know, the Premier of Queensland, no less. Yeah, it's um, it was never really something I planned. I'm an ex-journalist um, and then I just happened to be the youngest person in the office at one stage when I first started working in politics and somebody said to me, oh, you're young, you'll get that Facebooky, Twittery <laughs> thing. And from that, um, 
it became a career. And then I suddenly found myself uh, working for then the candidate for Premier and then in government. And it's been a pretty cool job because doing that, you know, I found myself attending the G20, which was incredible. Um, You know, you doing all sorts of crazy things and using, you know, not just Twitter and Facebook um, to have conversations on a daily basis with uh, Queenslanders, which was a lot of fun and actually probably the highlight of the job for me. That is pretty cool. I uh, am a little jealous about uh, your involvement with G20. I reckon that would have been- I didn't meet Obama. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. That's the first question every time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it would have been pretty exciting. Uh, I did meet Christine Lagarde, though, so that was cool. Oh, well, okay. So, I know it's probably going to be difficult for you to know this off the top of your head, but tell us, when Campbell Newman took over as Premier, how many Twitter followers did he have and how many did he have when he left office? That is difficult. Um, When he became the candidate, so uh, back in 2011, because I actually campaigned with him for a whole year before um, he became Premier, he had none. We started from scratch. Uh, The Queensland Premier account, when we started it, we also started from scratch again. Uh, So this is a different account, is it? Uh, yes, we we stupidly, in retrospect. Um, killed off the first one. Killed, well, no, we sort of killed off the first one. I think we'd hit about 5,000, so it wasn't, you know, um, a huge amount to lose. By 5,000 is a lot of followers for, for most people yes, for most listening, people, you know. For most people. I have to say um, being the Premier of Queensland makes it a lot easier to get a lot more followers so, um, how many do you think he had when uh, at the election in 2015? 44,000. Holy smokes. But what you're going to do, aren't you, Kate, is tell us that you don't have to be the Premier of Queensland to get a good following and to make that following work for you. And I think the key part there is what you said at the end, which is making the following work for you. Um of that 44,000, I'm not sure how many supported Campbell Newman or necessarily voted for Campbell Newman. And that's something hmm. that, you know, while it's good to have followers, what you actually really, really want to have is people that do want to engage with you and do want to listen to your brand. So that's, you know, at the end of the day, followers is not everything, but it's a very good start. I guess the good news there is that real estate agents won't have thousands of trolls like a uh, politician might. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Um, Avoiding them is very nice. Although there are still the spam bots, you know, uh, taking over Twitter, driving us all insane with their, have you heard this rumour about you uh, messages? (laughs) Oh, that just sounds like spam and we- that, that danger, might be a, a- danger, danger. Do nev- never click on those links. But oh. look, what you can do, um, I mean, it's a really, really obvious thing to start with, but you wouldn't believe how many people still are not doing it. And that is if you are on Twitter, make sure people know you're on Twitter. So that means having it on your business cards, getting it in your emails, making sure it's on your website, you know, have stuff um, if you're handing out material, um, which obviously real estate agents do a lot of that stuff. Um, you know, let people know that they can actually ask you a question about a property on Twitter or that they can get in touch. 
Well, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. But, mm. uh, a, you know, there's a lot of uh, similarities between uh, politicians and real estate agents. And what I mean by that is that they both have a, a part of their job is to promote their own personal profile. So you might see a real estate agent's profile on a bus stop and you might see a uh, politician's profile or an advertisement on a bus stop where they're allowed to. So you could say that um, using Twitter, leaving the trolls aside, using Twitter effectively would both, uh, they would both be trying to aim for the same thing, wouldn't you think? Yes, uh, definitely. I mean, you know, a politician has to work quite hard to create, uh, you know, an image that they are a trustworthy person who knows what they're doing and can help get the best deal for you. Exactly the same for a real estate agent. Trust is very important when uh, a real estate agent's trying to convince or show someone that that real estate agent is the best person to list their house with. So Definitely. That, that's a good point. And um, which just brings me into, I was looking at some statistics um, that Twitter have actually pulled together uh, just the other day. And um, they've actually found that, you know, while someone might not necessarily buy a house off you, what they're finding is if people are following someone on Twitter, they're 30% more likely to recommend um to their friend, like, oh, I, I follow this real estate agent. You know, maybe you should have a chat to them. 30%. So, 30%. Yes, hmm. 30% increase. That was the figure. That's a lot, isn't <laughs> so it? So, it is. It is. Um, so, I mean, there is definite benefits. And I think, like, what you were saying about, um, you know, building that profile, that's where Twitter is really, really useful as a social media network because – you can actually sort of show, if you're doing it right, a an insight into your life and your personality and what you think about things. It doesn't just have to be, you know, bye, 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 bye. Um, All right. Well, that's, that's an excellent point. But let's <laughs> dive in there. So, we're talking to potentially real estate agents who have always thought, oh, God, I don't want to touch Twitter. It's, oh, there's no point. Why would a real estate agent, why in, in 10 words, why should a real estate agent use Twitter? To reach more people so and more people. build their profile. There you are. That's eight words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't have to count, but thank you. Yeah. And, and to build, uh, sorry, to extend their reach, we're talking about potential buyers as well as potential listings, or do you think it would work better for one or the other? Um. I was actually quite surprised when I did some research for this um, that there were. I actually came across no listings, uh, certainly no listings in Australia. What They're do you probably, mean by that? Uh, so I did a hashtag search for real estate and another one for property. And a hashtag and is basically saying search this keyword? Yes, yes. So um, they're keywords that are you know, do have a, a the hashtag, the pound symbol in front of it. And that basically means it's an identified keyword. Yes. And then um, any tweet that includes that hashtag can be searched. Um, so I did that search and I was actually quite surprised to see no listings. Um, that's not to say no one's doing it out there, but maybe they're not using they the They weren't right using hashtags. the hashtag. Yes. So 
All right. I'm a I'm a new real estate agent and I'm thinking, okay, well, Kate's making some good points. Maybe I'll try the Twitter. What do they do? Uh, the first thing to do, obviously, is to set up an account. And one thing I would suggest is, you know, very big for real estate agents is to actually have it in your name. Um, so keep in mind that, you know, your account is about Joe Blow, the real estate agent, less so than having a whole agency uh, account. Or a the nickname reason- like I Love Puppies. Definitely don't go with I love puppies. Although okay. puppies are great to love, it's not going <laughs> to help you. Um, but by having something in your own name, that gives you the freedom to, as well, you know, as you're tweeting about, you know, your listings and tips for getting, you know, a great deal or increasing the value of your property, you also have the ability to show the rest of your life. And being human on Twitter is one of the most important things you can do. Because it's it quite builds difficult. trust. It builds trust. It develops, a, you know, a whole vision of I'm not just telling you what you want to hear. I'm actually here. I'm a real person. This is what I do. Mm. But it can be quite difficult, I know, for people um, to start with because, you know, you only have 140 characters. People get very nervous about sending those first few tweets hmm. um, that they're going to say the wrong thing or it's <laughs> going to blow up in their face. Well, they, they break Twitter. That they're going to break Twitter. <laughs> yes, not possible. Um, so, you know, there is sort of that, um, you know, people get quite hesitant. But the best thing to do is actually to start tweeting. And as I said, it doesn't just have to be about real estate. You can share good things that are going on in your life. You can share things you're interested in and build that whole picture that shows who you are and what your role is in the community. So there's, would it be fair to say you're sort of uh, adding a backstory, adding some value and very rarely selling? I, um, yes. (laughs) I actually like, um, I was reading, I can't remember who the author was, which annoys me, but I was reading something the other day about how online marketing should be about sharing, not selling. And so, you know, I guess an obvious take on that is rather than saying, you know, number one, two, three, ABC streets for sale, you know, sharing why something you find cool about that property or something that's unique, you know, whether it's the location, can you imagine living here? You know, um, can you imagine having this view? How awesome is this fireplace? You know, things like that. And you can add photos to that, right? So, you take a photo on your phone. Yeah. So, you Um, you sort of build the the whole scenario, not just use words, but add a photo of the, the nice fireplace or the sunset from the back deck. Exactly. And uh, really good news on that front is, um, so for a while now, verified accounts. So, they're the accounts with the blue ticks that you'll see on Twitter. And what does that mean? Uh, So, Twitter verifies certain accounts. Um, There is no rhyme or reason. There is no way to actually get a blue tick. They'll approach you. What's the benefit Um, of a blue tick? So, the blue tick says that this is a verified user. Which so means that they're not they're a spam legit. bot or this whatever. This is a legitimate person. Right. So, it's very big, um, you know, celebrities often have a blue tick. Um, Bruce Willis is, you know, Bruce, actually, I'm not sure if Bruce Willis is on Twitter. <laughs> but, 
you know, Ashton so, Kutcher is. Well, there you go. Ashton Kutcher, I should have used him as an example, um, would have a blue tick um, that says this is actually Ashton Kutcher that you're talking to, not some random pretending to be Ashton Kutcher. You get um, politicians around election times, they often approach them and hand out blue ticks as well to sort of stop the fake profiles from right. um, popping as you, up. As you would mistaken. be well aware of. Yes, yes, it was quite a process getting all those blue ticks and, um, you know, proving everyone is who they say they are. <laughs> so we, we'll, um, we'll basically aim for the blue tick for verification and that is another step in building the trust. So if we sorry, go back- no, 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 sorry. Oh. I, I got way left off on a tangent then. <laughs> um, the blue ticks, people with blue ticks, um, they're probably not going to be handing them out to businesses anytime soon. It's a great goal, like bucket list goal to have. Right. Probably not realistic. However, what I was going to say is um, going back to, you know, using different media, um, video, the bl- people with blue ticks have actually been able to upload videos direct onto Twitter for um, since the start of this year. Wow. And so what they'll actually get is in your Twitter feed, you'll actually see a video playing. This is about two months away, I've been told. Wow. That, that could really change, accounts. Yes. change presentation of properties. Well, you think about it, you know, if you do get a really lovely video of a property, you can almost do a walkthrough of that property on Twitter. That's amazing. Yeah, so, that shares the property. That's not selling. No, that's right. That's adding value to the uh, person watching mm. it. So if we go back to we've set up our account and we're going to tweet about what we had for breakfast and that we just got a haircut, uh, or, you know, I'm being facetious there, but yes. move, moving <laughs> into the- please don't. <laughs> <laughs> you're building your personality. Yes. Uh, and then you put up your listings. You might put up your open homes and so on. With that, that, that's the sort of thing. How many times a day or how many times a week should a new real estate agent be expected to post a tweet? Twitter is quite intensive. Um, that's because the, the half-life of a tweet is only 24 minutes. Uh, after 24 wow. minutes, you know, much, much, much fewer people will be seeing your tweet Um, So the advantage there is, you know, if you have one property that you want to share with your uh, audience, you can actually, you know, reword it a bit, but you can actually share that same content a few times over a few days and chances are people are only going to see one of those tweets. Mm. Uh, Futurist Guy Kawasaki uh, said that he shares the same tweet hourly for a day if he thinks it's important which is blows my mind and uh i think that's over over the top but for a real estate agent is there any point in tweeting once a day you need to tweet more than once a day um the worst thing you can do is tweet five or six things at once and then avoid it for you know a couple of weeks and then come back um that said, I know on my personal account, I am very guilty of that. Right. Um, what, it's a do what I tell you to do, not what I do thing. So, um, it, we could schedule it in, right? Make it yes, regular and consistent. Yes. You, that's what you want to do. I mean, the, the idea is to get um, 
you know, a whole bunch of stuff together, you know, schedule those tweets, you know, Guy isn't sitting there sending those tweets every hour. Um, he's probably using something like Hootsuite or if you uh, enable ads on your Twitter account, you can actually use a scheduling <coughs> feature there. And they basically put them out at a designated time. Yes, that's yep. it. Okay. And then that way, you know, you can have that same thing go out three or four times over three or four days. Um, you would, in terms of frequency, I sort of tend to tell people at least three tweets a day, which sounds like a lot. But once you actually sit down and write a few and then schedule them, it's actually not that hard to do. And could I put something to you that would be a real estate agent could outsource that work and have a reliable uh, social media manager to get the photos um, off the realestate.com.au or domain websites or even the agent's website, get the photo, post that, keep them in touch with what's going on in the suburb and so on, and that would really lessen the load on the real estate agent? Yeah, I mean, it is. It, it, the trick is to get someone who's good. <laughs> um, you know, you want to get someone who can capture the right spirit and voice for your tweets. Um, you also want to input yourself regularly to keep it fresh and, you know, selling your own image. But when it comes to doing things like that, that are, um, I guess, you know, a lot more um, bread and butter standard tweets as opposed to, you know, exciting things going on in your life. Yes. The important thing is that it happens. And, um, you know, I know for me, and I'm sure a lot of people often, my own social media is the last thing I get to in the day because you've got to do a million and one other things first. Well, it is. It just comes down to prioritising it or scheduling it, I suppose. It does. It does. And, um, you know, scheduling does it. I mean, what I tell people often is, you know, to actually book in a session. I usually suggest Thursdays because it's a good day. You know, it's not like you're leaving it to the last day and then it falls off the radar on a Friday. But then you can also have everything ready to go for the week coming so that yes. come Monday you're not waking up and coming back to work and then going, Freaking what are we going to talk about <laughs> today? You already know. It's all there and it's so easy. And Thursday's a good day for real estate because they can post open homes for Saturday. Very good point. Uh, now, look, the clock is ticking, so we're going to move along to a few more points. Yep. Now, real estate agent, we've gone through setting up the account. We should He's post three times a day. everywhere. We're posting three times a day, yes. No one's following me. What do I do? Okay. As I said, number one thing is... Uh, make sure people know you're on it. So if, you, I, if you're sending out e-newsletters, if you've already got a website, if you've got Facebook, you know, actually tell people, hey, we're on Twitter now. Come check me out. You know, I saw a real estate agent do something pretty cool. They joined Twitter. Uh, it took them a long time to get them on board and then they were sitting here, oh, how do I get people to follow me? Valid point, right? Yeah. So we suggested they send a text message to all of their uh, the people on their list, and they did, and they didn't get one complaint, which I would hope you wouldn't. But they ended up getting, you know, I think it was fifty or eighty or something new followers, and from That's one text message. I know we we've sort of scared everyone talking about you know the forty four thousand followers that uh, the former premier's account had, but the average number of Twitter followers is a hundred, so that is a brilliant result. 
And if you get 100 followers and they're in your area, because real estate agents- followers. Quality followers. And if they're in your area, because real estate agents are geographically specific, generally speaking, and they're from your postcode, then they're either potential listings or potential buyers. That's it. Or people who will also recommend to somebody else. Well, that's an excellent point. Um, Referrals are huge, aren't they? Yes. And as I said, you know, Twitter has shown, you know, if people are following, they will get, you know, a greater sense of who you are and are more likely to recommend you on. So, but there are other things you can do to get more followers as well. Um, Relevant followers. Relevant followers. We're not talking about buying them from... Uh, no, 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 never, eBay. ever, 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 ever buy followers. It just makes you look like an idiot. It opens you up <laughs> to more spam. And Twitter can penalise you and shut you down if they- No blue tick, you. eh? No, you'll <laughs> never get a blue tick with that. <laughs> but, so, yeah, sorry, go ahead. So, what you do, one of the most um, you know, obvious things to do is to actually start following other people. Um you know, what you can do is start following business, other businesses that you may interact with in your area, you know, follow- um, The local PNC. The local PNC, local schools, uh, businesses, sports clubs, things like that. Um, that helps you sort of start to build it up. But also um, people in your area, you know, if your customers are on Twitter, follow them. Now, finding out they're on Twitter is often um, difficult if you don't know. But again, Uh, you can outsource that work to someone who can go through your list and try and match the email addresses to Twitter, right? Well, that's it. You can actually import them into Twitter and Twitter will um, find them. So, yes, that um, it's a bit tricky. So, it is good to sort of have someone who knows what they're doing with that. But it is totally possible to sort of start finding people and following them. you also want to talk about local events. Um, the local you, school fete or something, you mean? Yes, yeah. Like if, you know, you are going to the school fete and dropping in here, you would certainly be talking about that event. Um, it's huge in Brisbane to talk about the weather for some reason. You know, <laughs> whenever it's cold, whenever it's hot, whenever there's a spectacular blue sky, and let's face it, that's every other day. You know, Twitter can Show off. Yeah. <laughs> Twitter often can become this whole buzz about, you know, um, Brisbane weather. And well, posting a sunset photo from a back deck of a listing is probably a good one to get on the board that with, That is right? a brilliant thing to go for. And, you know, including the hashtag Brisbane weather or BNE weather with that, um, you know, the hashtags can help you then uh, become part of a greater conversation. So, that's they, not that, just that, that attracts followers, followers right? That's it. Well, people might go, hey, I really like this photo. What else does, you know, Joe, Joe Blow, our real estate got? And then, you know, they can find more photos. And if they're interested, they may just end up following you. All right. So, two questions for you. How long should I uh, plan or what should my goal be in time to get my first 100 followers? Oh, that's a good question. Should we go for two months? Do you think that's realistic? Yes. Um, If you are, you know, having a good solid go at it, you know, you are promoting your Twitter account offline as well as on, you know, you do consider uh, doing things like the the text message, hey, we're on Twitter. You know, um, if you're actively using it constantly, not just 
logging on on day one and then two months down the track, have I got my 100 yet? Mm. I think that's a, yeah, that's a fair um, amount goal. of time. Yeah. But you, you just led on to my next question. If I've only got a few followers, less than 100 followers or fewer than 100 followers, am I wasting my time? Not necessarily. That's where Twitter is different to something like Facebook. You know, on Facebook, if you're posting, it's a lot more private. It's not, a, you know, a public sort of um, place to be talking. Tweeting can be compared to putting up a billboard, um, particularly if your tweet A lot goes- cheaper? <laughs> a very, 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 very much cheaper than a billboard. But essentially, that's what you're doing. You're putting a message up somewhere and saying, blah. All right. You know? So, I, I think- Tell me and if I'm picking this by. up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what, I was, that's what I was saying. Tell me if I'm getting this right. On Twitter, even if I've only got 50 followers, if I tweet hashtag BNE weather, everyone who's searching or looking at BNE weather uh, tweets will see my tweet come up, not just my 50 followers. Is that right? Uh, not, I, I dep- probably can't say everyone because it depends on the timing and how far people scroll back. Oh, sure. But what I mean it. is you can but be, yes, you're yes. in that traffic flow. That's it. It's not just people who are not following just my followers. that. It, it goes much further. And then the other thing is there's the culture on Twitter of retweeting. So, that's um, the little RT that appears. And what retweeting is, is just sharing somebody else's tweets. And a lot of people just sit there and, um, you know, they'll come up with the odd tweet themselves. But a lot of the time, they'll just share funny, interesting, amazing pictures or other things that other people have done. Um, yeah. So, if so someone retweets your tweet, picture, yeah. you have no idea where it's going. <laughs> it well, could that, be- could be, that could be Ashton Kutcher. And I, I say Ashton Kutcher because I uh, thought I read somewhere that he was the first person to get a million followers. But he if, was. If he Ashton was. Kutcher retweets it, there's a million people following Ashton Kutcher. I think there's a lot more than a million now, but <sighs> <Wow>. yes. <laughs> so, it, as an example of what you're saying, I could go and take a photo of a beautiful house in Paddington and hashtag Paddington Architecture or Paddington House or something like that, and then that could really just um, be shared by a lot of people. Yes. I mean, it, it depends what people are looking for. And some people use the technique of looking at what um, hashtags are popular and then sort of jumping on the bandwagon with them. You have to be careful with that because, um, you know, it's got to be tasteful for starters. And, oh, sure. Yes, and, you know, relevant. But... You know, I, one obvious option I can think of is, um, you know, state of origin around that. If you had a house, you know, that was just up the road or close by, you know, you could be sharing a tweet saying, well, you know, it'd be easy to get home from state of origin if you lived here. Something oh, that's that great. Takes, I like that. You know, it jumps on board that bandwagon um, a and little then, bit. And then if you share people- that to 50 people and – two or three of your followers say, oh, that's good, I like that, and share that, then that's going to their, you know, potentially hundreds of followers and and times three, and then they might share it. So, you could hit, you know, 10,000 people in your local area pretty quickly, couldn't you? Yes, yeah. Um, Obviously, you know, the more interesting, the more compelling, the more funny um, a tweet is, 
the further it has the potential to go. Yeah. Well, that's um, really exciting. I mean, you're not wasting your time then if you've only got 50 followers and you put out content that's worth looking at, then I can really see that the tweeter's um, p- potential is can be quite large. Yeah, it definitely is. And, I mean, it's amazing. Um, it's something you see all the time in social media uh, where – you know, people sometimes think a post is going to go like they know how it's going to be received and then sometimes you will be so surprised by the photos that go, you know, viral or the the, the messages that you're just kind of like, wow, I can't believe 50 people retweeted that. Why? <laughs> and, and viral basically means it spreads like Ebola. Is yes. that right? Yeah. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, um, okay. Not always as deadly either, but, well, you I know. Well, I hope not. Yeah, you want to hope, but, you know, Twitter, you can make very big boo-boos if you're not careful. All right, and tell us, tell us, in, in we're running out of time, but in yes. 10 seconds, tell us what a big boo-boo would be and how to avoid it. Oh, I wish you'd given me longer than 10 seconds to think of the biggest boo-boo. Well, um, a boo-boo. A boo-boo. Uh, classic one, actually, uh, in the dying days of the government announcing that the Premier had gone somewhere and we had, I think it was to the Governor, and we spelt something wrong. There was a grammatical error in it. So (laughs) not only was it huge news in itself, but then, you know, we also had to delete that tweet and then repost it to fix it. And that's why you lost the government the election, isn't it? Because you can't (laughs) spell. This was after we'd lost. All right. So, um, you know... Grammatical errors, though, can also help you get your message further. I don't recommend it, but it is an unintentional consequence. <laughs> yeah, it might be something. <laughs> the uh, the reach there might be the wrong thing. <laughs> so, what we've done today is talked about how real estate agents can really benefit from Twitter. And one thing that we didn't uh, cover that I think is really, really powerful for real estate agents is the fact that so few real estate agents use Twitter properly or effectively. So to or me, at all. or at all, and that just <laughs> opens up the potential of Twitter for the switched on real estate agents to jump on board, to use it properly, use it effectively, and to really drive home and get that edge. Wouldn't you agree? Definitely. There's so much potential there to be the only one. You know, you can stand out, you know, if you're doing it properly, if you are, you know, telling great stories and sharing good content and you stand out. Great. So we've talked about how to get started. We've talked about how to get some followers. We've talked about what to tweet. We talked about some or a nice little blooper that you committed or someone committed. Can <laughs> well, you think of <laughs> Yeah. Can you think of anything else as a parting message that people should know about using Twitter in real estate? One key takeaway. One key takeaway, and it's going to make me sound like I work for Twitter and I assure you I don't, but looking at advertising on social media, um, I strongly recommend it. The days of having amazing reach for free on Facebook is gone. Oh, you don't mean get paid to host advertising. You mean pay some money to promote what you're doing. To promote tweets. So Twitter is really moving into the space now. They've made it very easy for small businesses 
um, to start advertising on Twitter and having campaigns and whether that's driving someone to an app to download, driving them to your website, all of those sorts of ads are there and um, they're quite reasonable when you start comparing it to traditional marketing. I like that. So it is a space and um, I recently was at an event with someone from Twitter and they said they launched it and they were actually quite surprised that nothing happened, <laughs> um, which proves that, you know, it's not just us. You know, we start a Twitter account and nothing happens. Um, so they're actively now actually working with people to try and educate them on what you can actually do through these platforms. So basically no one knows yet. Yes, yeah. Um, so it's going to be nice and cheap. You can be the only one out there. You know, you can reach new people and stand head and shoulders above everybody else by sort of looking into this stuff and considering what you can do with it. Wow, that's that's a really, really good edge. Now, tell us what Sync, C-I-N-C, social, Sync Social does and how people can get in contact with you. Um, so I am a social media coach and consultant. So I like to compare myself to a personal trainer because everyone understands what that is. <laughs> yep. And I come round to people and I sit down with them and I coach them through their social media uh, based on whatever skills they already have and what we can develop and grow. Um, and if I also, they're outside Brisbane, they can do it on Skype or on a mobile call or something? Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we can look at different ways of talking online and um, getting down. I've had some people tell me, you know, oh, you're not patient enough to work with me. But I have actually taught hundreds of people from all sorts of backgrounds, from quite young and savvy to very old, um, how to get onto the internet, how to, you know, use all of this stuff. Um, and it's a lot of fun. You can have a lot of fun doing it with people. So, so do you promise that if a real estate agent follows you on Twitter, you'll follow them back? Uh, yes, I can definitely promise that. <laughs> now, <laughs> how can someone get in contact with you if they uh, want to uh, chat more about getting some coaching? Probably the best way is to uh, jump onto my website, which does list all of my social media accounts there. So, that's syncsocial.com.au and C-I-N-C um, for the sync. Um, but you can also, you know, jump on Facebook, search for Sync Social or Twitter, um, LinkedIn. I'm on it all. You're on it all. Well, look, uh, one point that I should say in there is that We Promote Property can do scheduled tweets and personalised tweeting for the busy real estate agent. So, Sync Social and We Promote Property can work hand in hand. So that's a really nice thing. Now, Kate, uh, what I like to do on the podcast is to finish up with a random fact about uh, the guest. And your random fact is going to require an answer. Yes. You recently did a Kentucky tour around New Zealand. And the <laughs> highlight of that tour was... Bungee jumping. Definitely. Yes, very nice. It was nice. incredible. Did you do it by the wrist or anything ridiculous? Sorry? No, I'm just being silly. Oh, no, I didn't Bungee hear. jumping would be amazing. Kate, oh, it was. That was the ideal way to say goodbye to 2014. <laughs> Kate Wilson from Sync Social Media, thank you so much for joining us. I hope the real estate agents listening have learnt heaps. I know I have. You've been fantastic. You've broken it down, gone through it bit by bit, step by step, and 
I really think that uh, you've given a lot of inspiration for real estate agents all over the country. So thank you so much for being with us and have a good day. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Real Estate Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.wepromote.com.au.